thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us on Jesus the Healer. And we're believing God for you that you're going to get answers. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know, that's why we go to the Word. It's our answer book, isn't yes. it? And so it's been a thrill, the direction we've been ministering on. We invite you, go back and watch some previous episodes. We've been, we've been um, ministering along the lines of being delighted with the plan of God. Yes. Delighted, delighted. And um, so if you haven't seen the previous episodes, you can go back and watch those and it'll help you to get a, a broader view of all that we've been saying in these episodes. But turn with us today in your Bibles, get your Bibles, get a notepad, follow along with us. Psalms chapter 112 and verse one, we're gonna start reading. It reads, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that fears or reverences, honors, respects, and has regard for the Lord. That's yes. what that means. Yes. And look at this, this blessed man, uh, he not only honors God, he not only praises God, but he's greatly delighted in what God commands of him. Yes. Yes. He greatly delights yes. in, in God's commandments. Mm -hmm. When verse one is fulfilled, mm -hmm. all the other verses after it just happen. Right. <laughs> And verse two says, his seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. He's not compromised his conscience for the sake of, of finances. And uh, his righteousness is still intact. Verse four. Unto the upright there ariseth light or revelation, mm -hmm. or we could say answers yes. in the darkness. Mm -hmm. What a benefit yes. that when you don't know what to do, you, yes. know, you know who the answer giver is. And you can receive your answers. When others are living their life in the dark, they're just bouncing around, bumping into walls. Not us. We have clear direction because our path is lit. Amen. It goes on and describes this man in verse four. He is gracious. Mm -hmm. He's full of compassion yes. and he's righteous. Sounds a lot like the nature of God, right? right. The nature of God is dominating this yes. man. Yes. Verse five, a good man showeth favor and lendeth. Look at this. He has enough to be a blessing to help others, yeah. right? He will guide his affairs with discretion. Um, it goes on in verse six and says, surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be an everlasting remembrance. Yeah. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Yeah. 
His heart is established. How many of you know the only thing that can establish your heart is the Word? The Word anchors us. It is the rock that we're building our our lives upon, being a doer of the Word. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid. How many people would long for the day when they have no more fear. But that's the life that belongs to this man that's spoken of in chapter 112. He is a man who shall not be afraid. Mm -hmm. Circumstances may be fearful, but this man isn't. The circumstances of fear do not get into him. Amen. He has, in verse, uh, verse 8, his heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. So that's, this gives us the idea that the enemy has attacked him over time and the whole time he was not afraid and he saw the outcome of his victory yeah. over that enemy. Yeah. That's Amen. That's what this verse gives us the picture yeah. of. Then yeah. verse 9, he has dispersed. He has given to the poor. He's a generous man, right? He's a generous man. When we think right, we're generous. He has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. I so value that all this verse shows us, or this chapter rather, that shows us what belongs to the man who is skillful at verse 1. He's skillful at praising. He keeps the honor for God first and foremost in his life. And the third, he greatly, he delights greatly in the commandments of God. When you say the commandments of God, what are you talking about? About the written word, what God commands in his word, but also what God commands personally by his spirit of our life. What's the spirit of God saying to you? What's the spirit of God dealing with you about? Have you ever noticed this, that um, the Spirit of God is always dealing with us about changes we need to make? Yeah. 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 Just know this, as long as you're on this earth, He's going to be dealing with you about changes to make. You're never going to arrive at the completion of the checklist of changes to make. And that's a good thing. Why? Because God is always bringing and always working in us to bring us into the fullness of the stature of Christ. Amen. Amen. And so he's constantly dealing with us about things to to bring up higher. Amen. And so um, the Spirit of God will direct us. And if we're honoring the Lord, Mm -hmm. as we should... um, when he deals with us about his spirit, by his spirit about making changes, we obey. Yes. We, don't, we don't treat it as optional. Yes. We don't treat it as a hardship. We don't bemoan any directive from God. We don't have a sigh. Oh. No, that's, that is a complaint that will get you into difficulty. That's right. And so I so appreciate something. We've been referring to something that Brother Copeland said about this man that's described in verse 1. First of all, he praises the Lord. Second of all, he honors the Lord. He puts him first. Third, he delights greatly in what God commands of his life. Amen. And then Brother Copeland said this. He said, this man, 
this blessed man, yeah. is eager for God to command him to do something because he knows when he does it, only the, the blessing only increases. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. This man, and I love this phrase by Brother Copeland, this man has gotten over on the delight side. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> the delight side. Yeah. Listen, you're always on some side. Yeah. It might as well be a side worth yeah. being on. Yes. Don't be on the worried side. Yeah. Don't be on the fear side. Don't yeah. be on the doubt side. Yeah. Amen. Don't yeah. be on the wavering side. Yeah. Be on the delight side. Yeah. And you say, how do I get there, Pastor Nancy? Real easy. You choose. Yeah. Yeah. You choose to be delighted yeah. over what the Word speaks mm -hmm. to us. And we choose to be delighted over what God says to us yeah. by His Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. We choose to be delighted. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so that means you can, you can be on the wrong side one moment and the next side, in the next right. moment you right. make a choice right. and you're already on the delight side, meaning yes. you don't have to travel through long struggle yes. to get to the delight yes. side. Yes. Amen. The delight side is a choice you choose to flow in. Yes. Yeah, in a moment you make that choice. Right. Right. Amen. Make that choice for the rest of your life that Amen. you'll only ever be on the delight right. side. Yes. Well, on the previous episode, we were looking at, jo at Job chapter 22. We haven't gotten everything out of there. We want to go back to there. Job chapter 22 and yes. verse 21. And this is the Amplified Classic translation. I want to again read that. It says, acquaint now yourself with him. How many of you know uh, we need to know the one we belong to? Yes. Why? The more we know him, the more we know how he operates, mm -hmm. how he thinks, mm -hmm. how he functions, the more we can be like him yes. in yes. the way we think, yes. mm -hmm. in the way we operate right. and function. Acquaint now yourself with him. And I like what the Amplified says, agree with God. Yes. Those who are acquainted with God are the ones who agree with him. If people are not agreeing with him, they're not acquainted with him as they ought to be. Wow, that's good. Those who don't agree with him are not acquainted with how good he is. Mm -hmm. Because everything of God is good. Everything that comes out of God is good. The word says, for the Lord is good. He doesn't just do good. He does do good, but only because he is good. So when we're acquainted with him, we're acquainted with goodness. Amen. And when those, when, when God directs or commands something of our life, leading us a particular way, and we don't agree with him, we don't realize that he's trying to get us into a greater degree of goodness. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. Yes. But those who agree with him will come into a greater flow of his goodness. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Um, Sometimes when people don't agree with God, it's because they think God's trying to take something from them. Mm -hmm. There's a mindset yeah. that they're going to have to give up something. Something is going to be yeah. reduced yeah. in their life yeah. when he's only trying to bring them into more. Oh, <laughs> when you're acquainted with God, you know that any directive he gives you is not to reduce you. It's to bring you into Amen. more. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Um, so it says right here, acquaint now yourself with him. Agree with God. I love something that Hudson Taylor 
it's written in, in the book about him. Now, Hudson Taylor was a missionary in the 1800s that broke through into inland China and took thousands of missionaries for the first time into inland China in the 1800s. Quite a mission work that came out of his life and ministry. And I love something. Well, there's several things that he has said that I love. There's a rich, deep well this man was. And one of the things he said, which is not my main point, but I want to say it because I remembered it. <laughs> and I like it. He said, while I'm in no lack, I have 25 cents in my pocket, plus all the promises of God. <laughs> ah, that is so rich. <laughs> Meaning with the promises, nothing runs out. Oh, I never run out. And then, but that was just a little sidetrack <laughs> for you. <laughs> now, let me give you the main point I was headed toward, that, this statement that Hudson Taylor made. Now, you understand he left his family behind. He went all by himself over into China and eventually ended up in inland China and um, just quite a, quite a remarkable life he lived. But he said this, he said, I never made a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Listen to that. He never saw what he did for God as a sacrifice. Wow. Yes. He said, I never made a sacrifice because the compensations were so real and so lasting that giving up is inevitably receiving. Wow. <laughs> when one is dealing heart to heart with God. Ah! <laughs> Go to bed on that one, yeah. <laughs> right? Lay your pillow, lay yeah. your head down on that pillow yeah. because he realized that he was so acquainted with God mm -hmm. that he recognized anything God commanded of his life only ended up being far greater blessing for him. So I'm going I'm to read it to you again yes. because I like it and we need it. Yes. He said, I never made a sacrifice. You know, some people are just, oh, I've given up so much. What you get in return? No. He said, I never made a sacrifice for the compensations were so real and so lasting that giving up is inevitably receiving when one is dealing heart to heart with God. Ah, yeah. so good. Yes. So it's easy to agree with God when you recognize at the end of your agreement yeah. is greater blessing. Oh, yes. yeah. On the other side of you agreeing with him, you become more acquainted with his goodness. Mm -hmm. yes. Good. Yes. Amen. When we don't agree with him and we struggle against something he's told us to do, it robs us of knowing really the far-reaching goodness of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But His goodness is so far-reaching and the way we get to mm -hmm. partake of that goodness in greater and greater measures is to agree with Him every time. Every every time. time. Every Amen. Yes. So again, I want to read Job chapter 22, verse 21. Acquaint now yourself with Him. Agree with God. Mm -hmm. Look at this word, and... <laughs> So when we agree with him, there's going to be evidence of it. Yes. It says, and show yourself to be conformed to his will. What's that mean? Just do it. Yes. Just do what you, some people agree with their mouth, but don't agree with their actions. Uh -huh. yeah. So he's saying, don't just agree mentally. Don't just agree verbally, but agree by being a doer. Yes. 
So he's really talking about just be a doer of the word. Yeah. When you agree with God, show yourself to be in agreement by doing what you agreed doing. with. Yes. Show yourself to be conformed to his will. Yes. When you show yourself in agreement through your actions, mm -hmm. other people get an example right. of what agreement with God yes. looks like. Right. And, and how good to be an example for yeah. others. Yes. Amen. So he says, agree with God, show yourself to be conformed mm -hmm. to his will. Mm -hmm. And I like this next phrase and be at peace. Yes. Yes. Our peace is connected to our agreement with his will. Now listen to those words. Our peace is connected to agreeing with his will, with his word, with his plan. Yes. If we're struggling uh, if we're not at peace mm -hmm. the way we, and I'm talking about an inward. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Um, when you know something's off, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. something's not, something's not as it should be. Mm -hmm. um, what are you struggling against God with? What has he dealt with you about right. that you're struggling against instead of agreeing with? Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I like something that Dad Hagen said to this one woman years ago. A, a woman came up to him um, who was part of, she had been in his meetings in the morning services, was in the meetings in the evening services. And she said to him, she said, I wish you would answer me something. And he said, what is it? He, she said, why won't God heal me? And I love his answer. He said, why won't you agree with him? Oh, that's good. That's good. Yes. yes. Listen to that. Yes. Why won't you agree with him? Wow. Well, what, what should she have been agreeing mm -hmm. with about that? She should have been agreeing that himself took her infirmities right. and bear that's her right. sicknesses. Yeah. Yes. But when she says... He's not healing me. She's not agreeing with Matthew 8, 17, right. Right. but says himself took our infirmities and yes. bare our sicknesses. Yes. So when we talk about agreeing, we need to agree with the word. Right. Right. What's right. the word say? We say that's true. Yes. yes. That's yes. true for me and in me. Yes. That's, that's true. Yes. And uh, so he was, he was helping her. He wasn't being unkind. He was helping her locate where she was missing it. Right. When she was saying something in disagreement with the word, the reason she wasn't agree the reason she wasn't receiving healing, she wasn't in agreement. She was in yes. disagreement. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I agree with the word. Agree. You agree with the word. Yes. Practice agreeing yes. instead yes. of disagreeing. Right. Amen. You know, if we're not careful, sometimes people are more skilled at arguing than agreeing. <laughs> you know, there are some people, they're debaters. Well, you know, that may be a skill that may come in handy at times, but not against God. <laughs> and uh, we need to practice agreeing. Sometimes, you know, well... There's a lot of situations and relationships in our life that we can practice disagreeing. Yes. And if we're not careful, uh, that practice will get over into our fellowship with God yes. and affect it now, and how we, how we approach the word. So right. let's practice agreeing with God. Yes. God, you said it. It's true. Yes. 
Everything else that says it's not true has to change. That's right. Yes. That's right. Because truth doesn't change. Right. Your word doesn't change. So I choose to stay on the side of what doesn't change, right. which is your word. Yes. So it says again in, in Job 22, verse 21, agree with God. Mm-hmm. Show yourself to be conformed to his will and be at peace. Mm-hmm. The greater the peace, the greater the agreement. The greater the agreement, the greater the peace. Yes, oh, that's, good. Wow, that's, that's good. That's true. That's true. The next phrase, by that, by what? By agreeing mm-hmm. with God and doing it, you shall prosper. Wow. Amen. Look at that. You won't even have to try to prosper. Right. You shall prosper you shall. because agreeing with God is the prosperous mm-hmm. flow. That's good. It's the prosperous place. Yes. By that, you shall prosper. Look at this. And also, by agreeing and being a doer of the word, mm-hmm. great good shall come to you. Great good. Great good. good. Not just good. Yeah. Great good. So a flow of God's goodness yeah. will come in a great measure yes. into your life by agreeing with him yes. and being a doer of what you're agreeing with. Yes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This verse is loaded. Yes. I said, this verse is loaded. And I like this phrase, great good. Anything good. Mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, materially, in your marriage, in your home. Uh, The the previous phrase says, you shall prosper. So that's talking about primarily your finances. And great good shall come to you. So that takes in every arena of your life. Every arena. Yes. It'll, it, 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 it addresses your health too. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I love, like I said, I love something that Brother Copeland states when he says, uh, we know we're on the delight side when we're eager to hear the commands of God for our life. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's going to bring about prompt obedience, not yes. delayed obedience. Yes. We know how delighted we are by how promptly we're acting Mm -hmm. on what he commands. Yeah. When we're delighting in God's commands, it also means this. We want what he wants. Oh, that's good. Amen. We want what he wants. (laughs) We're not arguing or struggling against what he tells Mm -hmm. us to do because we've gotten in the mental arena and reasoned why Mm -hmm. something isn't going to work, why something isn't going to be easy, why it's inconvenient. No, when we're greatly delighting, we're just looking, how can we get this done and get it done quicker? Because the quicker I obey, the greater the blessing is going to flow. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Go with me, if you would, to Psalm chapter 40. Psalm chapter 40. And I want us to read in verse 8. Psalm chapter 40, verse 8. It says this, I delight to do thy will, O God. Mm -hmm. Yes, thy law is within my heart. Now notice this. Being delighted is a sign that the word is in your heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. Being delighted is a sign that the word is in your heart, that you have taken the time Mm -hmm. to sow that word into your heart. Mm -hmm. How do you sow the word into your heart? Through hearing it, through meditating on it, 
speaking it to yourself. Meditation means to mutter something to yourself, to speak it to yourself, to think deeply into it. And you go, I still don't know what you mean by meditation. Yes, let me put it in these terms then. Have you ever worried? That was meditation in the negative direction. Oh, that's good. Now we meditate the positive direction, getting the word in us. Listen, we've done that when in the past when we would worry about a certain situation, about a certain circumstance, just worry, worry, worry. Mm -hmm. We would look at it from every angle. Right. We would discuss it with every person we came in contact with. It would be it would be our constant companion at mealtime. Right. Hash and rehash. Vent and invent. (laughs) Invent crisis. You know, invent all these scenarios that worry can produce. Mm -hmm. Do that with the word. That's good. Do that with the word. Talk about it with others you come in contact. Uh, Hash and rehash it at the the mule table. Amen. That it's part of you. That's how you drive it into you. And notice, I I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yes, thy law is within my heart. So when when someone has the word in them, it's going to show up as delight. It's going to manifest and be seen as delight. That the countenance you carry is a delighted countenance. You know, no matter what comes against you, Delight doesn't mean the wrong things have left you alone. It means that they don't get your attention. That's right. That's right. right. Amen. 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 And like I said, delight is a choice. Yes, it's a choice. Being delighted is a choice. It's a choice we make. Yes. And being delighted is a spiritual habit we need to create. That's good. A spiritual habit we need to put in place because this delight that the word is talking about is not an emotion. It's a force of the flow of joy. Amen. It's the flow of the renewed mind. When you think like God thinks, uh, you stay in the delighted in the delighted flow, yes. and on the delighted side. Um, we we know this that worry will not end you up in delight. True. Fear won't end you up in delight. So we have to practice staying delighted. If we'll practice staying delighted, you know what we're we're practicing the faith flow. That uh, someone who's a person of faith. They choose to be delighted. Mm -hmm. I don't care how undelighted anybody around you may be. Don't, don't, don't go to their party. (laughs) Invite them to your delight party. Be an example of what their life can look like. Amen. Amen. Well, we have had such a good time just digging around in these verses and I am so grateful to know this, the word gives us the best life. Yes. And it shows us what the best life looks like and how it behaves, yes. right? Um, and we don't, we don't want you to miss any of it. As I said, go back and watch previous episodes where we've talked about it because we've addressed so many different aspects of this. And remember this until next time, that Jesus is the healer. God bless you. 
to watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Tulsa at The Rock Church, April 16th through the 20th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.